Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting the Apple Bits XL. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who accept your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AppleBits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apple Bits XL. Brian Song here, your host, doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. Welcome, everybody. Hey, it is episode 204. My goodness, we keep on rolling here. This is really the show for all the latest and greatest, the big news, the small news inside, outside the world of Apple and what matters to the greater tech world as a whole within that space. So thank you so much for coming out. Thank you so much for listening. Week after week, you are all incredible and I have nothing to say, but thank you for hanging out with us. So we've got some stories here. I love this when kind of a a story breaks right before I record the show. So at least we can give you a little bit of the latest and greatest nuggets because let's be honest, still not too much happening at the moment. But first, this show is all about you. If you want to be a part of the show, all you got to do is just record a voice memo, send it in Show at gmail.com. That's AppleBits with a Z, your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about it. Put it in and I'll put it in the show. Also, this show is brought to you by you. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is legitimately how I've been able to continue to do this, been able to continue to do all my other work, the videos and everything that I do. And uh, it starts at $2 per month, $5, which is a cup of coffee, 10, the 25 and the $100 platinum Apple level. You get early access to content, bonus rewards at every level, and a completely ad-free version of the podcast. No ads whatsoever. So you can help me out, support all the content, patreon.com slash Tong. Thank you so much for that. Okay, let's get to the show. And I guess you would say the big news is we've always kind of been trying to figure out, at least right now, when is the next Apple event? It's been rumored to be in March. It's been rumored to be in April. Last year's event was actually held April 20th. Well, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, just fresh off the presses, what he has heard is that Apple is said to be targeting Tuesday, March the 8th, for the first Apple event of the year. The flagship piece of this whole puzzle would be the iPhone SE with 5G. We also know the iPad Air is expected to be revealed at this event. Mark Gurman isn't very specific, but he does say there's a possibility that a Mac could show up. That is very ambiguous. And so what that means for us is maybe a Mac shows up, maybe a Mac doesn't. We know that the MacBook Air has been pushed out based on reports to the second half of next year. So what could we see, at least from what we know, iPhone SE 5G, pretty much the same design that we saw with the 2020 version modeled after the iPhone 8, a faster A-series chip. Most likely we'll see the A15 in there, and then also 5G connectivity. And maybe we might see a little tweak and an improved camera as well, but still it's always been a single lens camera device. And then you have the touch ID button, you have the larger chin and forehead for the bezels. Like again, same design, but a few little improvements under the hood. And quite honestly, that is the perfect phone for someone like my mom. Also, the iPad Air, a new A-series chip, 5G connectivity coming to the table. Um, Also though, we're expecting to maybe see some of the features that we've seen from the iPad mini that recently came out. So that would be uh, a new LED flash four tone, 
a better camera, a front-facing camera with center stage, USB-C, potentially, potentially a Touch ID power button as well. Those type of things are what we could see in the new iPad Air. Actually, you know what? I take that back. The iPad Air currently already does have the Touch ID button. So I stand corrected. I, I can make mistakes. But again, this event, if this is March 8th, you know what that tells me? There have been reports that this year was going to be a heavily loaded product year. If we're seeing March 8th, I would not be surprised if we saw something in mid-April and then we saw something at WWDC and then we got our boatload of that kind of bam, 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 fall stuff where we see stuff maybe September, October, November. I'm not saying we're going to get three events in September, October, November, but it comes at you like a waterfall. And there's so many things on the table that Apple could be announcing that really do merit their own event that maybe because this is early March, we get something in that mid-April. That has not been confirmed, but it is a little different for us to be getting this so early in March compared to last year where it feels like, hey, maybe Apple's getting a little a little jump on this. Also, getting a jump, you know, everyone's hoping that one of those Macs that were rumored would be a mini LED iMac Pro. We were hoping to see it last year. Everyone was waiting for it. We know there were reports that at one time Apple was developing the larger, kind of beefier iMac alongside of the M1 iMac with a 24-inch screen that we did see last year, which is an amazing machine. But in order for them to get that out, they basically moved their resources to the M1 iMac And then this potential, let's just call it iMac Pro, was then given attention once the M1 iMac was released. Well, in the latest report from Ross Young, who's a display analyst and who has been very, very consistent and honestly very reliable over the years with all his information, he reports that the Apple iMac Pro, which was hopeful and expected to launch this spring, looks more like a summer release. Now, the reason why is because he's expecting these display panel shipments for this new larger screen 27-inch iMac to ship in June, but that the product itself may not launch until August or September. So I'm just trying to set your expectations. Let's not get too excited for an iMac Pro at this March event. Let's hold that off. Maybe if we don't see a MacBook Air and we don't see an iMac Pro, maybe it's the Mac Mini. That makes the most sense. Maybe it's a few speed bumps, but I think the number one candidate would be the Mac Mini. I do also feel like a Mac Mini makes sense to announce it with other Macs. It's always kind of been bundled like that, and maybe that's in April too. Again, there's a lot of maybes happening, but one thing we know, you know, we do know a few things and a good amount of things about this new iMac Pro. Rashung also says expect it to have a mini LED backlight. 120 hertz ProMotion adaptive refresh rate to get the buttery smooth stuff on the screen. But also the display itself looks to have fewer mini LED zones compared to something like the current iPad Pro compared to something like the current MacBook Pro. But we're also expecting potentially the M1 Pro, M1 Max flavors of processors in these new iMac Pros. There's been rumors that Apple's been working on even more powerful pro uh, processors with more cores. Could we see one of those in this lineup as well? Or are they going to hold out until the actual Mac Pro desktop workstation type product? We will see. 
but just don't get your hopes up for an iMac Pro in March. That also feels too soon. So I'm just saying your expectations. I think in life, it's all about expectations. Now, we also have the expectation that we aren't going to see a MacBook Air, at least not yet, sometime in the second half of the year. We are still expecting to see it in 2022. But if we're sticking kind of in that laptop notebook space, Apple recently released a new support document um, just to let you know if you have a current MacBook Pro with the Pro Display XDR or a Liquid Retina XDR display, um, specifically if a MacBook Pro is working together with those, a warning symbol can show up when the screen is running too hot, leading its brightness to be turned down or diminished. So Apple explains that a caution symbol in the menu bar or display menu in the control center on a 2021 MacBook Pro or an Apple Pro Display XDR means that the display is going into low power mode and using limited brightness. Why does this happen? It could be because the ambient temperature of the room is too hot and if bright content has been playing for an extended period of time. So this is normal. They do say, though, if it happens constantly, that it's a problem that is continual for you, you should contact Apple support. I have not heard of this being a widespread issue, quite honestly. I haven't heard anyone actually bring it up to me, but it's something to to be aware of. All right, let's take a quick moment to thank ZocDoc again for supporting the podcast. When you need a doctor, you need a doctor now, and it's not in a few days, it's not in a few weeks, and it's definitely not in a few months. If you need to see an MD ASAP, we've got a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or over video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need primary care physicians, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AppleBits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and it's a go-to for anyone that needs to see a doctor. ZocDoc just makes your healthcare easy and now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AppleBits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash AppleBits. All right, let's get back to the stories here. And this one, interesting because it has to do with AirTags. Now, recently, there was a sale of what, let's call them silent AirTags on eBay and Etsy, and it's now been raising privacy concerns. So the AirTag itself has a speaker, obviously, that's how it makes sound. Um, when, when you're trying to find it, when you pair it, when it's away from you, it, it makes a sound also to kind of alert the owner. Let's say you put it on your bike, and your bike is far away from you. This AirTag will kind of have a chime. So people are taking AirTags and deactivating the speakers and selling them. But it's also now raising a privacy concern about one of the AirTags safeguards. So these modified AirTags, the actual original intention from an Etsy merchant was they were saying, hey, it's a modification that was requested by some buyers because with an AirTag, like I said, you put it on your bike, your pet and power tools, when they're away for a certain amount of time, they'll start to chime. And 
that was annoying. So that's why they did this to make sure that it doesn't just keep beeping, went away from you. You know, let's say you leave your bike in your car and it's with a family member, you know, a skateboard or a bag, and it's just beeping the whole time when you're going to run an errand. That can be annoying. So the whole idea of this quote unquote silent air tag was to mitigate that. Well, also, the other, you kind of flip it the other way around. And this is why, you know, air tags are still slowly kind of figuring out how they're being used for better or for worse. Well, if there is no chime, right, if it's a, truly a silent air tag and they've modified these, it also reduces the chance of a thief being notified, like, of a hidden location, or even if someone's trying to track you, right? We've heard of these kind of crazy stories where people are um, putting air tags on cars and following them home. I'm not trying to give anyone any ideas, but if your phone detects it within proximity, a foreign air tag, the chime is used to kind of help you find it. Well, that no longer happens either. And so this becomes an issue with, with privacy. I mean, the only reason someone would use it in that way would literally to follow someone, stalk them. I mean, it is, it sounds pretty scary, but people are doing stupid things with these. And so these air tags, as we've seen, have started to kind of be used in, let's just use the word nefarious ways. And you start removing the speaker from them, it can be used in, you know, in more effectively in these ways. So it brought up a conversation as the as of this moment i don't believe that these have been officially taken down because it's more of that it's opened up this idea of conversation and we know that there's plenty of other tracking devices that are out there we've seen those kind of like gps tracking devices in the black boxes but i think part of it is just that air tags are so accessible or at least in the mainstream consciousness that People are finding unique ways to use these and maybe not the best ways. So it's not stopping them from being made. From what I've read, it hasn't stopped them from being sold yet, but it's out there. Also, recently, a federal judge in the U.S. has dismissed a proposed class action lawsuit that accused Apple of misleading customers about the iPhone's water resistance. So Apple obviously continues to promote that their phones are water resistant. Uh, most of them are what up to four meters for thirty minutes. I think that started happening since uh, the iPhone iPhone Seven or Eight. I believe it's the iPhone Seven where they started. So there were two people that brought a lawsuit against Apple, saying that there were false and misleading misrepresentations that because of the way that they described the water resistance, uh, that it allowed the company to charge twice as much for the iPhones than the cost of an average smartphone, that it was used as an upsell. Yeah, um, it sounds like a pretty weak lawsuit that they did not win. Um, the judge said that there was not a demonstration that their iPhones were even damaged by liquid contact and there was no evidence of fraud. But, um, you know, kind of a, an interesting little nugget here is that according to Apple themselves, right, these phones have been improved over time. What is it? The iPhone 12 and iPhone 13 currently have their best water resistance on an iPhone. That's a IP68 rating. So it can withstand water up to a depth of six meters, which is almost 20 feet for up to 30 minutes. And 
It also holds up against splashes and rain and all those other things. But according to Apple themselves, water and dust resistance are not permanent conditions and can deteriorate over time as a result of normal wear. So, look, these people tried to make a quick buck. It was really flimsy, but it also kind of just reminds you of, you know, Apple's actual warranty does not cover liquid damage. People have come across this when, when they've brought them in. So just to be aware, some of those things are happening. Also, you know, we know that Apple changed their, their privacy policies and what information they were willing to hand over and basically make available from your phones to advertisers. And in a really, I didn't realize it would impact them this much. We'd always talked about this relationship between Apple and Facebook. They are on common battlegrounds now, whether it's from advertising revenue because of how iOS uh, protects its users. Also, we have Apple coming out with AR VR glasses and Facebook's new initiative. They're not even Facebook anymore. They're called Meta because they want to be the company that runs, owns this space called the Metaverse. So they're also going to be clashing in in that area as well. But Facebook reports that the measures taken by Apple specifically on iOS that makes it harder for platforms and apps to actually track users across their other activity will cost Facebook $10 billion in 2022. And to that I say, good. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty powerful. Think about that, right? We've always talked about how What is the most important thing to these companies that are profiting off of us if you say, oh, the service is free? It's our data. So you're saying just by Apple reducing the ability to track us in ways X, Y, Z, I mean, in numerous ways, I have friends in the gaming industry, in the mobile gaming industry that talk about, oh, how it's going to be harder to target ads for their customer base or really know as much because of what Apple is doing. So it kind of takes them back to some of the days where they might have to just sprinkle an ad and throw a budget out there that is more loose and not as focused and not as targeted, which means they may not get the results that they're hoping for because they don't know necessarily know exactly how that audience is responding to these things. They have previous data, which is great, but you know, a new app, a new game, some a new audience that they're trying to find, they aren't able to collect that information anymore. And at the same time, as a user, I'm completely okay with this. I mean, how many how many times has it been creepy enough where you talk about something that you've literally never looked at on your phone and then you're getting served an ad about it? If you've seen a, a, a Disney Plus sponsorship that I've been a part of on Instagram, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's happened a lot. So you, you might've talked about it just because, and then, it, and then my mug popped up. It's, I'm not, I, have no, I have no control over it. It's just popping up. Um, just some quick small things here before we wrap up. Apple Music, when you initially signed up, you would be able to get three months of free service. That has now been reduced to a month. So the funny thing is that I've been telling you how I've been starting to get sucked into more and more in Apple services. And that's what kind of, I like to be separate from the ecosystem, but there's a lot of things going on with Spotify that I'm not too hot about. And so I decided to sign up. I got the three-month offer. From Apple Music, I'm like, dope, $9.99. And then they just announced that, oh, uh, reducing this to a month. However, 
your Apple is still offering a six-month Apple Music trial if you're a new subscriber for the first time who purchases an eligible product. So that would be anything from AirPods Pro to AirPods 2 to AirPods 3 to AirPods Max, Beats, and the HomePod Mini. So if you're someone who's buying a new product who has never subscribed to Apple Music before, you still have the ability to get the six-month trial. Um, Two kind of fun accessories. I don't know if you saw my recent video, but the Black Unity braided solo loop for Apple Watch is fire. It's like this cool black knitted um, band, but then it has little hints like of threads of like a super pop and bright, like a neon yellow and green and red. And then you have this really cool Unity Lights watch face. It's the first watch face from Apple that uses 2D ray tracing, so it allows kind of a change to happen with the with the second hand on it when the um, Apple Watch screen is active to move from shadow to light. It's it's this like really cool effect, but the band itself is $99. Um, you can get the watch face. I believe you don't need the band itself for the watch face, so they're not um, requiring that. But it's something we're checking out. Just look it up online. Um, really cool watch band. And then maybe not so cool and maybe totally crazy, I had an issue where I did lose my AirPods Max for about three or four months. I did no idea where they were. I had them in this bright blue case. It ended up figuring out that I accidentally left them at my mom and dad's house and it kind of slipped behind the bed when I stayed over there. And that's where they were this whole time. So I was still dumb, not as dumb. Like it wasn't in my, where I live, but it was at my parents' house. So I saw this case, Gucci, 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 is releasing a $980 case for the $549 AirPods Max. It has the brown Gucci print. It has gold studs. It has a shoulder strap. It looks ridiculous. I want it. I'm not going to buy it. I want it. I'm not going to buy it. And I want it. But um, check it out if you can online. It's only available online. It's called the Ophidia case. It's like their accessory line for some Apple products. I wish they made an Apple Watch band, but they don't. Hermes has got that on lock. But the Ophidia case for AirPods Max, as ridiculous as it sounds, $980 from Gucci. Go have at it. All right, everybody, that is going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for hanging out and listening. Before we leave, we got to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $100 Platinum Apple level, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you, all of you, for your continued support. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you do it, starting at $2 per month. But that's going to do it for this week. I know, another quickie, but as the news ramps up, this show, we look, we've done episodes that have gone like an hour and a half. So if the content and the news is there, we're going to do it. But until next time, everybody, take care, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. Peace.